Lights, camera, action. Hello and welcome to another edition of Movie Madness in association with Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Tom Kennett, Keenan Bonner and Sean Shute. We're now in the second round of the bracket, the third matchup of the second round. And today's matchup is 2012's That's My Boy, through after beating Liar Liar in round one, up against 2008's Tropic Thunder, through after beating Pineapple Express in round one. As always, we're going to go into the sequels, what we love most about the film, a nitpick, continue last scene standing, a line from the film that works as a Tinder bio, and then I'll reveal the result to the audience at home and to the other three here as they've only done their own scorecards. So, Sequels or lack thereof, I, I do think this is going to be our quickest one to date here. <laughs> a, a Tropic Thunder sequel would probably have to be more of a spin-off, do you think? So you could kind of have the concept of filming a movie while not knowing that you were filming a movie but you would have to have just a complete new set of a-listers to make it work and just in whether it's in the arctic whether it's in i don't know some kind of expedition but the concept would be there but it wouldn't really be tropic thunder then so i'm just very loosely i think maybe like maybe give les grossman his own spin-off yeah or even just the directors, again, they see the success and so they take some people who are struggling in their career, drop them all together and so it would work in that case but there isn't going to be a sequel made, is there? With that, they've oh. got a lot of freedom to kind of go down a different path with the sequel though. At least, yeah. you know, like some things get accused of while they've just redone the same film. You could take it on its own adventure but yeah, as you said, it's, it's never going to happen. <laughs> we no. said at the time they're not making that film again. No, part of the sell, isn't it, is how kind of uh, boundary-breaking it is. Mm. And we're kind of at a stage at the moment where not to sound like those people that are complaining they're being filtered because we're not doing that, but along the lines of that, if that is kind of your selling point, this isn't really the time to be doing not that. Not now. No. 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 Um, in terms of a sequel for That's My Boy, first of all, we did the critics' reviews, and uh, it was bad enough as it was the first time. A sequel would be criminal, some of the things they would write there. <laughs> also, you got to think, if uh, Sandler was going to do a sequel, there's far more that he could do. Is Grown Up's the only sequel he's done? Yes. Sounds like a good show. It's just coming my head then, but I think it is. Yeah, very and possibly. There's been all sorts of opportunities to do sequels before. You could have done a Waterboy sequel, you could have done a Longest Yard, something Gil- along Gil- those lines. Happy Gilmore would be the, the, I think, would be the go-to if he was gonna if he was gonna start chopping sequels out. I think yeah, yeah. Gilmore yeah. would be where he'd start because you'd just smash the money then and let the studio make you a three-film offer and just carry on and just do make whatever shit you want, basically. Well, yeah. So he did uncut gems recently. All he was tipped that he was going to get all these awards, didn't get any, um, any of the significant ones anyway. And so he has sworn to make the worst movie ever. <laughs> next. Have you ever seen The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg in it? The what, sorry? Have you ever seen The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg in it? 
Yes, I watched it. Do you watch it? Am I confusing it with Broken City, maybe? No, no. The Gambler, it's got John Goodman in it. It's where he plays a teacher and he's got a gambling problem. He ends up with people of money. And it, no, the reason I, I say the reason I say it because when I was reading about this, it reminds me of what John Goodman says to his character at the end. I won't spoil it, but whatever he, he talks about, he talks. John Goodman talks about having fuck you money throughout the film. So <laughs> what you, what you want is as a gambler, you want to get to a point where you've got fuck you money, so you can say. I do love that phrase. Yeah, <laughs> so, so he talks about fuck you money. Adam Sandler just been like, yeah, I'm going to make the worst film ever and get paid for it. That is <laughs> just the fact that someone's paid him for it. That is just fuck you money and fuck you superstardom. He can just he can do whatever he wants. He can openly say this is the worst film we will ever see, and Netflix have paid him for it. Well, we 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 love Sandler. We do. What do you think is worse, that Netflix deal or the Pardew deal at Newcastle? Who do you think regrets it more? Newcastle. Netflix have got billions. Mike Ashley, not so much. Like he's alright. He's doing okay, but I don't know if Mike Ashley's got fuck you money. I suppose. A bad Sandler film is probably funnier to you than a bad uh, Newcastle result. Yeah, if you're the Newcastle owners, that. that is. How would how would a sequel work? So, say, Spitballing Pod, we we have a syndicate between us to win the lottery, but it all goes into the podcast. You're all fuming about it, but we get over it and we say, <laughs> you know what? We've got the Movie Madness podcast. We're going to open up our movie studio. We have a word with Adam Sandler, and we say, look. We want to fund That's My Boy 2. Yeah. Where does it go? The mum comes out of jail. She's in it for a bit. Susan Sarandon's in it. Sorry, no, I say she. Uh, she's in it somewhere. What, what does what does Sandberg do in it? Because he's binned off the he's binned off the crazy bird. He seems like he's quite happy with the stripper's daughter. So I think. <laughs> Donnie Berger has to travel somewhere for something. It becomes a road trip film. It's the, the only way I can I do it. The idea I had earlier, and I thought this was the most Sandler way possible of doing it, is you go like uh, a lot of sequels we see these days in, so say like uh, Hangover 2, where they completely basically do the first one again, but somewhere else. Yeah. And Andy Sandberg is going to get married again. And his now second wife is also having an affair with her brother, is the most Sandler way I can think about this going. And him having to break it to him and say, not again in his Donny Berger voice. <laughs> that is the kind of direction I think you would get uh, That's My Boy too. Yeah, yeah, very possibly. Other that, or they move in together and it doesn't go well. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like the odd couple and then they fall out over X, Y and Z. Yeah. It's very, more vanilla, very more vanilla ice. Yeah, yeah. My man Vanilla Rasta features somewhere. It makes me laugh every time that I remember he's in that because it's essentially of all that kind of tier of celebs you could have used. It's just funny that they use him, and then it's not really a cameo. He does a significant role in the film. <laughs> it makes surprising. it so much better. It's also surprising how. I don't know if good's the right word, but how entertaining he is, isn't it? Because he's not funny. He's Some of it he's being laughed at, but for most of it, he's be, you're laughing with him. Like, he's trying to be funny. Like, the joke's yeah. about his career being shit, about Suits taking 50, the studio taking 50, and him owing money every time I size baby plays. Obviously, that is ripping his own career, but it is funny. But for most of it, you're laughing with him. 
surprising yeah. how entertaining he actually is in it. Yeah, nails the lines, doesn't he? In a way, yeah, yeah, normally if he gets all in, it's a bit wooden. Normally, if he gets yeah. props or whatever, but he's nailed it. Probably someone that Sandler's met. I was just going to say, they're mates in, in in the real world. Yeah, he's 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 one of them, isn't he? Where he he probably would gas you up if if he was your friend, and he probably had pumped up in their eyes like you. I would love to have you in my movie and all this. So <laughs> he probably doesn't feel wooden in there because Sandler, a lot we saw with. Tony Orlando where he's kind of pushing his boundaries there he's probably just telling him this is going to be hilarious and so what have you got to lose if you've been hilarious at this stage you may as well laugh if you don't laugh you'll cry yeah. as they say well and also I mean if things are as bad as they make out in the film he was probably happy for the paycheck so there is yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure there was that as well yeah um, so if we go to what I love most about this film TK um we go to you first because, as I said, you're the one who introduced me to. That's my boy. So, what what is it that you love most about it? I guess, as a, as Tony Orlando said in his interview with us, it's one for the boys, and it's pretty unapologetic <laughs> about that. Donny Berger is a, an all-time great comedy character, and at least one of the scenes I think is an all-time great scene. And I think, as we've said before, with some of the other ones, very very underrated. Yeah, for me, I think how ridiculous it is because it, it wouldn't work. We wouldn't be talking the same way about it if they kind of dipped a toe in to being ridiculous. So say you just had the accents and just your kind of standard Sandler shenanigans. It's the fact that they really do go all in unapologetically, as you said, and right down to Vanilla Rice being with the grandma to uh, the brother being with the sister to him cracking her over the head with a bottle at the end of it. Everything about it is just so amped up that it's just perfect for how ridiculous it is. I mean, the, the teacher having sex when he's a kid. I mean, <laughs> that's right at the start of the film when you're like, right, throw it in. And they make a joke of that and kind of put you at ease with what is a very creepy story, really. Yeah, I think I messaged you like, what on earth is going on here? And I'm pretty <laughs> sure Keenan messaged me while he was watching it. And um, Jack, I know when we'd said about it on uh, the other podcast for him to watch it, he messaged me like, "What on earth is going on here?" <laughs> Open and see. Um, Keenan, what what do you love most about it? Pretty much what you two have said. Like my notes, my notes been going for it. It just says unfiltered Sandler. <laughs> like it's not because like he's Adam Sandler's Adam Sandler in all of his films. But look at like Happy Gilmore's quite is is toned down for an audience. Um, Billy Madison's the same, Little Nicky and so on. They're all made uh, in and around that, the younger market when it comes to audiences like 12 and, and things like that. This, he steps it up and gets away with a lot more. And it feels like this is, this film feels like it's just him having fun. Yeah. <laughs> if like, other people like it, then brilliant. Yeah, it feels like this is the point where it's just him having fun, creating a character that is fucking out of his mind. For, like, let's be honest, Donnie Berger is out of his mind. But <laughs> I, I adore him for it. As you said with those other films, where they're having to appeal to those other audiences, he has to kind of, his character tends to go on the journey and, and has learned something by the end of the film. Yeah, In this, he watch. hasn't really. He ends up helping out his son, but he's still the same guy as he was at the start of the film. He only helps out his son. It's almost, it's actually... It's to make him money, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's almost because <laughs> yeah. he, he wants something from him, so he gets there. And it's not like, there's no changes his character I mean the, the final scene is him in a strip club watching some 25 stone bloke win a match <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he lucks into some cash yeah he he follows the pod, podcast Instagram he likes more than anyone else 
Hero. Johnny Cocktails. Is that the name <laughs> of the bloke who... The yeah. That's not me being rude. That's actually what... I'm no, no, no. He, uh, his Instagram <laughs> is, very, is very much playing up to the fact is uh, yeah. what I mean, he is. I mean, he's he's the same guy that's uh, stuck in the burning building in Chuck and Larry. Oh, okay. Jeez. So Sandler has very much cast yeah. him as a chubby bloke every time, or a chubby bloke in this case. Yeah. Um, Sean, what do you love most about uh, That's My Boy? Yeah, I mean, you, you took my point, is just the ridiculousness of it. And just the, 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 the story, then the wedding, the incest. <laughs> yeah, just how ridiculous it is, I think, is what I enjoy. After we'd done the Sex Drive podcast, we were uh, worried about Sean watching this, weren't we, TK? Yeah, yeah. It's again directed by Sean Anders as well, isn't it? So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that same same sort of a uh, same sort of vibe. <laughs> Relieved. Um, <laughs> if, if we stick with you, Sean. So, what is it you love most about Tropic Thunder? Um. Well, I'm tempted to say kind of the same thing. Again, it's, it's different, but again, how, how ridiculous mm. it is. I mean, Michael. Uh, sorry, Robert Downey Jr.'s character, um, and then Ben Stiller. Just seeing these those kind of characters um, in this kind of role uh, and yeah, the chemistry yeah. that they have with each other, um, that's what I think I quite like the most, because you wouldn't necessarily... I mean, they haven't really done anything similar to that before, and I don't think they've done anything similar to that uh, again after. Um, yeah. Yeah, just the combination of all of them working together in, in this kind of this kind of film. I had done um, a rare occasion where too many cooks don't spoil the broth and star yeah. power mixed with a film that none of them needed to do, but they did it anyway. Mm. Um, what What about you, TK? Yeah, good points you guys made. Um, I think the fact that it was fairly dangerous material at times, I think is always good. But I, th- I think to see actors kind of laughing at themselves in their own industry is always fun. I think they all kind of get I'm sure all of them have probably got wrapped up in their own Hollywood world before and this is just a a film that laughs at that so it's good to see that they've kind of got that side to them One thing thing I forgot on the sorry one thing I forgot on the um, thing I love about that's my boy is the fact that they brought What's Up back Yeah Yeah. Do you not think with um, kind of as you said the boundary pushing in um, Tropic Thunder it doesn't feel like it's for the sake of it it feels like each kind of bit is there for a reason. It's not just, let's see how we can offend people. And you see that in all forms of entertainment, whether it's comedy, and there's certain comedians out there that have made a name purely for, let's see how many headlines we can make for just how offensive we're going to be, whether we're talking about this mass shooting or this natural disaster or something. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't feel like it's that kind of way. It is just, this is funny. A lot of people wouldn't make a joke about this, but we're going to do it. It's not, let's find the most offensive thing we can do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, what about you, Keenan? for what do you love most about Tropic Thunder? The lunacy. Like, these, <laughs> two, these two films are fucking mental. Like, they're both <laughs> fucking mental, but in very, very different ways. Like, but they are, when you stop and think about them objectively, Tropic Thunder is mad. Like, like you say, you talk about pushing boundaries, but if you actually just quickly list it off, You've got a bloke in blackface. 
You've got someone who's ripping off a disabled U.S. Army veteran, which, are, <laughs> which is slapped on, by the way. I'm surprised they didn't go wild over that. Yeah. Um, you've got a closet gay, you've got a, which is nothing, but like they make a big thing about him being in the closet. Um, Name Al Pacino. Jack, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You've got Jack back playing a heroin habit or, uh, and suffering from withdrawals throughout it. Uh, someone's head gets blown off and they start playing with a corpse. Like, <laughs> It goes on and on. <laughs> well, he's eating Junior, the... Robert Downey Jr. plays an Asian man whilst playing a black man who's being played by an Australian man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just all of it. It is mental. If if we stick with you, Keenan, um, what would be your biggest nitpick for That's My Boy? Uh, biggest nitpick for that's my boy. Part of me wants to say the incest because it, it whilst it's funny, it's just it's just odd. Um, <laughs> it, it, it is just weird. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I can say say the incest. There are. I can jump in where you're thinking if you want. Yeah, go on. Come back to me. Sorry, because we could be here a while. Not enough big tone was my main nitpick. <laughs> I think we could have done with more big tone. Yeah, Steve Spiro, the guy. Uh, uh, what about you, TK? If we go, if we go to you, okay, we'll loop back round to you, Keenan. Thank you. I guess in a similar fashion to what you said, when they go into the the Sparsi in the strip club scene, as we talked about before, what great sort of couple of scenes they are. You see some of those characters coming out more. In the, in the group of group of lads essentially in there and you probably could have seen a little bit more of them a little bit more of uh was it phil the really whipped married guy yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously <laughs> tony orlando um you could have seen a little bit more of those guys than you do which is kind of flies in the face of the reviews which maybe said it was too laddish i would have probably had a little bit more of that but you could have extended their characters a bit i think uh what about you sean yeah, I don't really have too much more to add, really, over the, what you've already kind of said. Um, more, more of a big tone, more of those kind of characters. Like obviously the the um, the spa scene, as we mentioned, is our favourite scene. But maybe a bit more of that. Um, yeah, that's next. Would have been good. Mm. Do you have a nitpick, last my boy yet, Keenan, or is it that no, good you I can't think that. of one? I do. I. I... I hated it but for the first I hated it and I texted Brian and I was like I can't do this like, I'm not just not going to watch it and then I, I persevered I texted him straight in and I thought yes one well, over I think I love this film um, like Stockholm Syndrome yeah I don't know I would I would actually like as much as I'd like to see some of the characters expanded there's some people not I would like to see more of the priest and genuinely yeah. just more Donny he's, he's the one for me he's phenomenal everything He's all, he's like punch perfect in this film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so a nitpick then for Tropic Thunder. Um, for me, I said it on the episode. Um, the ending. I, I don't think it should have had the happy ending that they got. I think it goes against everything they work towards at the start of the film that they get the happy ending. So that that's the that's it for me. The that's my biggest nitpick. Yeah, I ha- I had the ending as well. TK. Yeah, you, you kind of talked me around with the end of one on the pod, I remember. Um, so they say probably wasn't... Uh, they probably should have done it differently. I, I would say potentially a little bit too long. Yeah. yeah. For, for a, a film that is quite sort of a... 
country. Not very watchable. Yeah, I think it does feel like a commitment to go back and watch it at two hours long. And what about you, Keenan? Before we move I on? actually have this same thing. My note is trim the fat. I, I yeah. actually wondered. I wondered as I was thinking about it last night, because uh, and I wondered if Popkins made again when you and the shoot were talking about sort of things you love. I wonder whether the star power hindered that. I wonder whether there was, oh, I want to make this scene longer, or like whether personalities clashed a little bit away from the camera because, oh, I don't want him being it. But I just think there is, you could you could cut away chunks of this, mm, streamline yeah. it, and it would be, it would be, you could have a 90-minute very good film, I think. And it wouldn't change it either. It's not like you're no. significantly changing the film at all. Or doing like, you don't need to see him do the whole five, five, six, seven, eight minutes of him reenacting the film. You could just no. do a little bit, a little bit of that, and that one conversation with the kid. You don't need to see him speak to that child four times. Like, and no, so we would get the idea, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, then you then you know what it is. You could have him. Oh, I want you to do it. You flick away to the next scene, come back, and then he's performing the end of it. Because it's not, it's not even as though it's one of the funnier moments. It gets lost in everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if we go on to last scene standing there, the the two that I had noted down, the one for that's my boy was either. Um, the was up scene or the spa scene, which we referenced in the last episode. And Tropic Thunder, I found it difficult. I thought in the end it would be the confrontation that culminates in what do you mean, you people? Because that is probably <laughs> one of the standout moments of the film. So th- those would be my two. I don't know if uh, any of you had any others that you would suggest. No, when it comes to this matchup, there is a, to, when it came to last scene standing for this, there is an overriding winner for me. Yeah. So Tropic, Thunder, Tropic Thunder got kicked into touch a little bit. Yeah. It's the spa scene. So, and unless anyone disagrees, we can just get into that if that's the case. Yeah. So, do we think the spa scene is enough to dislodge the pursuit of happiness scene from Project X? I would say, yeah, because you get more bang for your buck. I'll I say... Def- I don't. I side with Project X on this one. It's funnier the spa scene. Yeah. Yeah, because like if you were just out with laughs, it's it's funnier. It's the thing is, Project is it's a great kind of scene and moment, and then it's like a montage, is it? But there's no actual like dialogue. It's just the no, just what song, you do the best scene. So that's mm. what. Yeah, for me I, is I know, the best I know, scene. I know. But... What happens if we draw with this? I mean, it goes I would, the incumbent. Probably yeah, would say sure you hold the 3-1. So I'm yeah. going with Project X, so it's whether the three of you go with that. So, I mean, between you, you have to give you a, give you a vote and we'll carry on to the next episode. I'm, I'm leaning towards that's my boy. I just think I do love that scene. I will have confessed previously, I think it's a great, great comedy scene. So I'll go with it. I thought I might be the man on an island saying that, so I thought I'd have a risk-free vote. Sean? Uh, yeah, same, I'm going for that's my boy. Keenan? Um, I, mean, I, will, I am going to side with Project X. I think that's my boy is obviously funnier and it is fantastic, but as an actual objective scene, that montage is is class, and you and that hype level can never be forgotten. Those with uh, who had money on with Byron's bookies there were worried for a second. <laughs> but that I, for me, when I was looking through, that was the closest matchup I, I could uh, I could think of. Those were the two that jumped into my head. But 
we've got a whole uh, second round to go through. So a line from the film that works as a Tinder bio then before we get onto the results. That's my boy. I mean, the first one I had was... Uh, I'm going to go and put a dent in that was the, the first one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let me introduce myself. My name's Phil. I'm married. I have four children. I've seen three vaginas in my entire life. My wife, my <laughs> babies, and my aunts accidentally were riding tandem bikes. That was my one for her. Uh, that's my boy. Anyway, any others? So that's my boy for one's Tropic Thunder. Was up, I guess, <laughs> I had, as well. I had WhatsApp right down. <laughs> I had either give me a hojo to go, sweetheart. I'm asking for a finger at the ass. Just want you to jerk it a little bit. <laughs> or, uh, of course, I need a guy. He was handsome. He had a fucking great hair. Jedi with the chicks. Went down on girls for a wicked long time because he was a giver and wanted to see him as happy. Uh, that's exactly what I had. <laughs> Tropic Thunder, I had um, suck my unit. I love the pussy eye. And uh, I'm just like I'm just like a little boy playing with his dick when he's nervous. Mm-hmm. Any other for Tropic Thunder before I give you the result? I'm a lead farmer, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, you mama, mama, make me happy. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Keenan asked how far we could go. I mean, this is going to be a really, really dark in the bottom. <laughs> You can you can quote Tom Cruise and from now on my fist is gonna be so fucked with shit all your thoughts have to tip so around my wedding <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine if someone reason that. Uh, do you know what? I'm not even gonna say mine because I'm not gonna beat that one, so we'll just, we'll just carry on. Well, I'll give you the result then. So it ended eight two, so it's the biggest win of the of the second round so far. It was in favour of That's My Boy, so the fairy tale run continued. <laughs> um, which did you prefer? That was um, 3-1 in favour of That's My Boy. Um, I think Sean said Tropic Thunder there. Um, rewatchability, 4-0 in favour of That's My Boy. Uh, it was tied on both most quotable and best quote. Best moment slash scene and best side character both went 3-1 to That's My Boy. Um, I think side character Keenan may have had different, I believe, from memory. Um, it was 4-0 and 4-0 for bigger impact and originality in favour of Tropic Thunder. Tough to argue there. Yeah, and then MVP, 4-0 for That's My Boy. Best soundtrack, 3-1 in favour of That's My Boy. I think Sean had Tropic Thunder, um, which he can explain if he wants. Uh, ending... I can't remember the soundtrack from either film. Soundtrack from oh, That's so My Boy. Oh, so you just chucked it on Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Uh, ending was 3-1 in favour of That's My Boy, and Chemistry was also 3-1 in favour of That's My Boy. So... That is how it goes. And so that's my boy goes through to the second round uh, in what will face off against the winner of Dumb and Dumber against Anchorman. So nice. Anchorman, essentially. Oh, don't Thanks, jump bro. too soon. So next week then, to, we'll drop another three episodes and that'll be Dumb and Dumber against Anchorman, Harold and Kumar against Step Brothers and Wedding Crashes against Game Night. So... 
thanks again for listening to another edition of the Sp- of Movie Madness, sorry, in association with Spitball and Pod. <laughs> we'll be back hmm. next week to continue with the bracket. Hopefully you've enjoyed these shorter episodes. Goodbye. <laughs>